Hi, my sis. Today we have a really special guest and I have been wanting to have her on the podcast for quite some time. And so Leslie Garl is our special guest today and she's a born and raised Molly girl. She's a mother to a seven-year-old daughter, a full-time college student, a full-time community health worker, and the owner and founder of Malama Yo Mama, a community organization that brings women together and supports them in all of their endeavors. Today we're talking networking, community, and also uplifting women, and it just so happens to be International Women's Day, so happy International Women's Day. I hope you enjoy this episode. This is what empowering others looks like, and I can't wait to hear what you think calling all my island women with big dreams in your heart ambitious goals and a purpose that's been left untapped welcome home you're in the right place welcome to beyond the reef podcast with me uilani tevanga my intention is to empower you to get unstuck find your voice and create a life of purpose from mindset and money to marriage for the driven island woman will inspire you to draw from the mana and ancestral wisdom deep within so you can go beyond the barriers you think are keeping you captive. I want to help you completely rewrite your future. I know you have everything inside of you. You are ready to tap into a life that you once believed was impossible. As a wahine, as a wife, as a mom, as a powerful businesswoman, you are ready to go next level to create the life of your dreams, to take ownership of your cash flow, and to create a freedom that other people say you can't have, to be the person you've always known you could be, not settling for anything less. It's time to go beyond the reef. Hi, Leslie. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I have been dying to have you on because you're such a pillar in our community. And I know that people are going to get so much value out of today's episode. So yay, you're here. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I think it's everyone's dream to be on Beyond the Reef. Oh my gosh, you're so cute. You're so cute. Well, I know I was kind of just sharing a little bit about you and we kind of, you know, shared where you're from and what your business is about, but that's on my, you know, outside view. I really want to dive into about Malama Your Mama. I want to have people who love you, who follow you, who want to be a part of this growing movement to get a little behind the scenes of how that came to be and how it was birthed into the universe and how, you know, it's God-led or whatever the story is. So with that, tell me a little bit about growing up and your background. Let's start there. Yes. Okay. So born and raised Maui girl. Um, What people actually don't know about me is I've lived almost in every city on Maui. So when my parents were together, we did live in Kihei at one point of my life. Um, We lived in Napili also when I was first born. And then when they divorced at the age of um, eight for me, that's when my mom went back to the west side and my dad stayed in Kahului. So that's me going back and forth to parents' house. So I attended um, Kahului Elementary, sixth grade at Maui Waina. And then from there, I went to Lahaina. 
for Lahaina Intermediate and then proud graduate of Lahaina Luna in 2013. So it's funny seeing everybody. And now I currently work and do a lot of my things in Wailuku, so central area. And when I see people, it's, hey, you know, and everyone's like, how do you know these people? I'm like, I don't think you guys realize I went to school on one side of the you island. Networking to- from baby time. You, was, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you were the natural networker from little kid. Cute. Yeah. So I was also born, I say born as an only child because I currently have a brother in a half brother in sixth grade and a half sister in first grade. Um, I'm sorry, kindergarten. So it's such a range. And so yeah. to this day, I'm like, okay, You're like a mommy sister. Yes. And I was always the oldest of all the cousins on both sides of my family. So I grew up always the role model, the more mature one, the one with the most expectations. And I, I took pride in it. You know, I was always that one that could be there for others, whether it was family or friends. And so that's pretty much how I grew up. Um, I was raised by a single mother. And I say that because for the most part, I was with her in Lahaina after a certain age. And yeah, I mean, family was a big thing for us. Fortunately, a lot of people have moved. And so it leaves now me and my, you know, family of three here with whichever family we have. But um, I am really proud of everything I've gone through, like everywhere I've grown up. And I see it. I've always seen things as a journey. Mm -hmm. And so even school, like my mentors being a part of the clubs, I've I take pride in everything that I was a part of and that I committed to because everything took part in shaping who I am today. Beautiful. And I love when you said that everything was a journey because the way you do anything is the way you do everything. It's one of my favorite quotes. And oh, I, yes. one thing I know about Leslie is she puts so much love into every little detail and she has this presence about her that you just feel so seen and so safe. So tell me a little bit about, you know, growing up as a single from a single mom and transitioning through life and doing things so beautifully. Like, how were you able to go through something like that? Because it's, it's very common, right, that we have. And especially now through the last couple of years, people are dealing with breakups and whatnot. What was helping you navigate through that time in your life? Yes. So um, at an early age, my mom actually did an amazing job playing the role of two parents. Um, I rarely saw her stressed. It was only till I got older that I realized, oh, mom's stressed. (laughs) I should back off on asking to go out. Um, She held it down really well. And, um, you know, she never made me feel like I wasn't going to be able to go after what I want. If anything, it was the opposite. And I'll I'll probably touch base probably in our conversation later, but even college, something as simple as that, like, you know, I was supposed to go to the mainland for school and when I decided or when my path rerouted and I stayed here, it was kind of like, where was the finances? And that's because my mom always made it seem that anything is possible. So I think it's because I know it's because of the mindset she um, created for me. You know, that's that's why I am the way I am. But as far as being raised by a single mother, you know, it's tough. And I only see and appreciate everything now that I'm a mother myself. And I think everyone always says that statement and it's so true until you're in that role. And, you know, I see now that um, a lot of my trauma or my past is because I only had my mom. So if there was an argument, if there was a discussion, it was what mom says, black and white, that's it. 
you know, I had no sibling, older sibling to turn to. I had no other parent to turn to at the time. So it was just mom and me. And that's probably why we we battled a lot with <laughs> with certain things. Um, I definitely but- resonate with that. I was also raised by a single mom for many, many years, too. So I get that you know, the black and white, because we don't have time for bullshit, right? Like in, yes. in mom's eyes, it's like, we're, we're surviving right now. So lots of, exactly. yeah. So lots of just realizing we're doing the best we can. And we were doing the best we can. Lots yes. of grace in that. And I learned that, especially now. Um, and, you know, I see when mom, like when she was tired, coming home from a long day of work, having to make dinner. And then here I am in her ear asking, oh, mom, can I pay for this? Can I go buy this? And I, I feel myself experiencing the same thing now. And, you know, it just makes me really appreciate her in that sense. But as far as navigating through through that, because right, no matter what, the challenges were there. A big part um, for me was being involved in school. And the community. And as cliche as it sounds, I was always involved in the community since day one, whenever. Yeah, I, I want to talk about that. So you are great at bringing people together. And you have this like natural ability because that's people think, oh, yeah, I'm just hanging out. It's community. No, there's like this building and this bridging and this almost sewing hearts together. So I want to talk a little bit about that. What was you know, the moment where you knew that this is my path, even before you had maybe monetize it or really learn to make a business out of it. When was that moment? And you're saying about school, was it a club or was yeah, it, experience? So it was actually in high school? I was involved with student council. I think it's a Lahaina thing. I can so see you as a yeah, student council. Oh student my goodness. Council. Yes. From freshman year, um, all the way to my senior year as student body president. Wow. So that was just one big part of leadership and community. Mm. Another big um, another big part that shaped me actually was being a part of an organization because I knew I always wanted to be in the medical field. Wow. So there was a club and it still goes on till this day. In fact, I gave back and I'm judging now for these events. But yes, it's called Health Occupation Students of America, HOSA. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I was also president of that for two years. So I think I was pretty crazy. But in high school, I was um not only involved in clubs, but I took leadership roles. So that's really, I think, what taught me my time management, my balancing of life. And those skills really play a big part now in my life. Um, And that's why I'm able to, you know, kind of balance things. But those two clubs were life-changing for me Mm -hmm. and brought so many opportunities for me. For example, student council, I actually chaired the youth, the entire youth relay for life. Sorry, my daughter's wow. on the door. Oh, it's fine. I have <laughs> I, family coming in and out of my house. And like, we're doing this in the middle of the day. So yeah. most of most of the listeners are parents. So right. says, keep rolling. <laughs> so, so, yes, yeah, so I chaired the entire youth relay for life my junior wow. year. And that's still, again, balancing everything, right? Still being a student, balancing my other clubs. And um, that was also life-changing because I saw not only being a part of the event, but networking, right? I had Mm -hmm. to travel for it, learn about it, and then booking all the vendors for it. It's crazy. I feel like that my junior year was a very um, solid time for me. And it was like a lot of success and fun, but also a lot of um, impact. 
-hmm. and from there i just i said okay i'm I'm able to do this you know and it, it was successful it was done and of course always with a team and i said if i can do this then i feel empowered to do the next task and the next so because of that i think that was my turning point being a part of those two organizations just definitely shaped me and i remember in people in my ear les you don't play a sport because that's what i i never did was play a sport and i said you guys these clubs and organizations are my sport it's year hey, round it's i was like i don't have a season okay it's year <laughs> round <laughs> and i i was proud of it and, and you I, probably get plenty of exercise going around and around <laughs> the events and lifting boxes and all the things yes. like you know do they know this is a full-on full-body sport yeah yes so I feel like that's really where I learned like, wow, community, you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. not just being a part of Lahaina, it's not just mm-hmm. being a part of the events, but really bringing together the community, working together with people to have the event happen. That's and like speaking so... about it, it's the same exact as what I'm doing now. Yeah. So it's so crazy. There is so much gold that I just pulled out of your, your life experience. You know, if you never talking about high school and like, obviously we're grown women, but mm-hmm. there's gold that will forever exist, especially in business, especially in life. And that's networking. And you said leadership and like bringing people together. Um, so I'm like, hmm, which one do I want to talk about? I want to talk about all of them, <laughs> but I want to talk about leadership first. Okay. Because it almost feels like so many people are resistant to that word because they're thinking well it's like Martin Luther King or I gotta like like, we're looking at like these big world changer leaders but everyone to me is a leader so I want to hear your perspective on like what makes a good leader yes so I again same thing with just because I was president you know never meant that it was like I did the most or I was in charge. One, I think a leader can always acknowledge that they have a team Mm. behind them. You're not a single person. You know, a true leader can be a part of a team, whether it means, you know, if you're the boss of a department and, you know, that the people go, um, your staff members go on the street and reach out to people. It's being a leader is being able to put on those shoes and go on the street too. So you can do everything that your team can do. And also, I feel like a leader definitely leads by example and also always brings that unique inspiration to everyone. So always being able to give input to motivate others. Yeah. And I say that in such a general way because we all have something to offer. And I think, like you said, people think it's like, you got to have the saddest story. You got to, you know, like our story is mm-hmm. raised by a single mm-hmm. mom. Sometimes you don't have to have a sad story. Mm-hmm. Everyone has something to offer. And it's, you just never know if you don't share your story or share your leadership skills in that sense. You never know that somebody else could pick up off that. I love what you said. And there's something in there where we talked about your unique inspiration where do you go to fill your cup? I mean, because I, I obviously, I, I watch you on social media, but for the people that don't know you, right? I think that's a big part of leadership is when people come to you and you are holding space and you are directing them, leading them, giving inspiration, you got to have tools in your tool belt. Yeah. Like you're not going to be able to pour from an empty well yes. of knowledge or spirit or whatever. So where do you go to find your inspiration right so usually it's um 
definitely as cliche again our kids right my daughter is really my wife for everything because I know mm. she looks up to me every day she actually asked me one time mom if something happens to you do I have to be in charge of Malama your mama oh my <laughs> so goodness thinking of the legacy yeah, wow. watches everything wow. you know and so aside from that though um also just me and I've shared this before with others and you can do things for others, but if you're not doing it for yourself, you're pouring from an empty cup. Mm-hmm. You know, you're gonna run low on the fuel because you're not doing it for yourself. And I see that a lot, unfortunately, people doing things they think they have to do because of their parents, their siblings, their, you know, whatever society says. And um, I think it's so important that there's still a piece of you in everything you do. Mm -hmm. And so that's why all my events, as strange as it sounds, what I do for my day job as a community health worker, um, being in charge of programs like um, in the community, all of those, they fill me. Mm. So as weird as it sounds, you have to do things that will also fill you. And it's not selfish. I feel like it's unselfish because you're sharing your passion Mm -hmm. with the people you're trying to help. It's rooted in your joy. So that's really powerful. Exactly. Everything I do, like my events, as much as it brings joy and inspiration to everyone else, it does for me. I leave after too, feeling the same way as the attendees. So you got to have that sense of self and um, yeah, and of course, like I said, my daughter and my family, my other half is my why because they're so supportive. But I feel like that's that's really what you need when when pouring into others cup is you always have to remember about yourself. I love that so much. So for those of you that are listening, because this is a worldwide community, Leslie has a business and I feel like it maybe wouldn't even be characterized initially I didn't know it was a business because I thought it was just like wow this powerful woman is just bringing the most amazing humans together so we can hang out and have fun like you know (laughs) but I want to talk about where Malama your mama came from you know what are some of the things that you're doing right now and then what is the vision like what's the big vision for this (laughs) oh that just gave me chicken skin because it's just life has life has just taken me on this journey and I've never shared this with actually only a very 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 few know but I actually in January 2021 on my birthday I actually took the T's exam to for nursing for the nursing program it's an entrance exam for the nursing program and I actually didn't share it I kept it between my good family and friends and I passed and I told myself, oh my gosh, my dreams are coming true. I'm going to be a nurse, right? And I actually, my dream is not really to be a nurse, but to be like something in healthcare, right? Like an admin in healthcare. So I thought I was on the right track. I thought I knew everything. I'm like, I passed. This is a sign. And I actually um, didn't get into the program in March. And me sharing this is huge because people don't know it unless you ask me one-on-one how'd you get here? What, what is Malama Ya Mama? I'll share it. But mm-hmm. to share it publicly, just like you, I feel like I'm letting something out and yeah. it feels good. Thank you. So, Thank you for being vulnerable with us. It's yes. very yeah, important. Thank you. And so I said to myself, okay, it's not meant to be. I'm going to try again. January, 2022, I'm coming for you. And I said, how am I going to sit 
and do nothing for a year. I can't imagine it. And so I've had this Malama Mama idea. Um, I worked in the OBGYN department. So I actually made stickers for the OB doctors that I worked for. They're the community um, health center OBGYNs. And I made them stickers one Christmas and it said, we Malama Mama <laughs> because they oh do my goodness. care. And me being a staff member in OB, some of my patients ended up like, letting loose about everything in their lives. And that's when I learned, do I love the clinical side or do I love talking to people? Mm. Because I was starting to connect with them on a deeper level and, you know, just they could tell me about their day without me asking. And, you know, building that relationship is important in healthcare as well. And so I said, hmm, what do I really love? And then I was in charge, or I still am in charge of this um, prenatal group program so it's actually I don't think people know about it it's actually moms who are due around the same due date coming together on this journey we meet every two weeks we talk about what you know we're going through and seeing that support I said we need that support in the community pregnant or not (laughs) we need to gather these girls and we need to support and then it just brought me back to my life with being a young mom at 19 being raised by a single mom I said there's no way I'm the only one going through these challenges or this trauma I need to do something about it so after I actually um, found out I didn't get into the nursing program I said okay I'm gonna I'm gonna do something I need to put myself out there started with a free virtual workshop for Malama Yomama didn't think people were gonna come Mm -hmm. Malika Dudley was there um another lady from Oahu that was battling ovarian cancer at the time and I said this is powerful we ended the call and I said that's it I have to do something with this amazing less than a year it's taken me here and it's just the journey has been so like I said not only like self-fulfilling because it's allowed me to heal as a person, but also seeing all these women grow, whether it's mm-hmm. business owners, as moms, or just women in the community. It's been amazing. And so I just plan on, I do plan on having the fun events, but like everything I do, I always do purpose, right? Whether it's a workshop, an event, or even just like a socialized gathering thing. And there's always purpose. And yes. so my day job is as a community health worker. So I see the need in our community. Mm-hmm. My side business is another community, which is a woman community that also needs the support. And my dream from the get-go has been able, has always been to have a resource center. Oh my a God. Safe space. We're speaking that into existence. I yes. know you have. I but... even have the name of the resource center. Yes, please share. It would be Hawaii Resource Connect. Oh my gosh. And sis, one time I was talking to someone about it. It just, Those words just came out. And I'm like, wow. I've never said those words together before. So divine, sis. Wow. And I said, okay, it came out of my mouth. It's going to, it's going to start getting out there so that's my dream Mm -hmm. and at one point I thought I had to you know like stop what I was doing and do one thing and I said no I can take everything I love and put it in one so that's my dream 
to have Hawaii. Throwing up the hallelujahs, like, yes, yes, that was gold, sis. Like, why do I have to pick? I love many things. Never be guilted into just pick one forever. Like, no. Yeah, it would help the community. I can still do events, workshops, create that safe place for everyone. So that's that's the journey. That's the goal. This is exciting. And you heard it first. Yes. <laughs> like, and you heard yep. it, you got the Really, I've never said that. <laughs> got the download. So. That is so incredible. And I know everyone listening is so excited and ready to just make that happen. Because what Leslie has done is she's created like again a community of women who are cheering her on as hard as she cheers us on and I got to come to my first live event what was in July when was the first inspiration yeah and so we went to Lona Ridge and Kim from Exclusive Island Weddings and Leslie ended up partnering together and I don't think I cried so much at one little (laughs) event but it really sold hearts together and I left there feeling like yeah no matter what business or what industry like we all need each other um and so the next one that came up just this past month they ended up well you want to tell the story selling out in oh yeah tell us the story not even 24 hours yes and so um for as far as women's inspiration you know we we want to create these events for everyone it's gonna obviously be um can I ask you why you chose business women because instead of just women like why why business yes so actually the first one if you notice it was um in July which happening again by this year (laughs) um it was actually month, mother business owners. Mm. I don't know if you noticed that because originally we were hoping to aim for Mother's Day. So uh, that's why. But, you know, um, when when this next one came up, me and Kim, we realized, you know, not everyone can conceive. And, you know, some people are mothers at heart, but right. legally, all these things. And I said, let's just do business owners. Mm-hmm. And Kim totally agreed. And we said, let's do it. And the reason why we do women business owners it's just the power is insane first of all I think you know that to have a woman's already strong and powerful mm-hmm. and then you have a business owner trying to make it right against all the other businesses and it's not easy it's not easy for a woman to go through the that business journey yeah and to bring the two together is just insanely powerful. And we felt that if it's people who need that day off, need the fun and socializing, networking, uplifting, it's those women. And it was, it was so powerful. What Kim and Leslie ended up doing is they sponsored five women. Mm -hmm. Can you share about that? Cause I don't want to not make it as (laughs) awesome as it was. Yes. So, um, this time we actually set aside five tickets and we said these five would go to um, women that want to start their business. And so it got a little confusing because we said, okay, what if the people want to buy tickets, but don't have a business yet? And we said, we'll have a pool for them. Those people would either self-nominate or have others nominate them and share why they would be the greatest nominee to win the five tickets and so the five special nominees that won actually uh this was powerful because it just included the community in one um it actually included their ticket to attend the event 
hair and makeup from local artists, um, Natalie and Ryan and Jason Bissara. And Who then seriously they, the best. Yeah. Yes. They got um goodie. This was so amazing. They got baskets with tools and resources to start their business. Right. And so when they looked at this basket and when we shared that, all of the things in that basket were from the attendees surrounding them. Wow. It wasn't just words. It was the actions, you know, and Mm -hmm. we said, you know, you're surrounded by these women, but to know that that basket was full of tools and resources to say, okay, go, go start your business. I never had this, but I'm going to give it to you because I want you to get the help and the support. And so these women were treated like queens and we really wanted to push the inspiration and encouragement for them to realize that you really do have an army of strong women behind you and not just as an attendee but as someone who wants to fulfill and chase their dreams that touched me so much because I thought about when I had my very first um, business venture you know 11 almost 12 years ago and it was so lonely it was so (laughs) lonely and scary and I had no idea what I was doing and I had no network I was just like here it is guys like do you want to hire me you know and I was just like I just remember sitting back and crying and watching the transformation of like looking at themselves differently and right the community you know like attracts like and truly the goodness that you hear and you feel from Leslie she brings a hundred times that to the women that come in her she's such a beautiful mirror for powerful individuals I want to know because you don't just become this powerful without having trials so along the way with Malami and Mama and getting real I'm not saying everything we didn't talk about is super real but like right finding out because we might be looking at Leslie like oh my gosh I could never do something like that or like oh she's so amazing and she is what are what was the biggest trial or challenge that you've come up against in having a business like this Right. Um, I think the biggest for me is being a young mom. And I say that genuinely only because, um, and like I share with everybody, you know, you become a mom, you become a mom. You just, it's going to happen. Right. And it's a blessing. And so, but being a young mom, I would say is so hard. It's, it's definitely challenging to balance everything. Mm-hmm. You have your individual goals of, climb I'm still in school to get my degree so all of this plus school so I'm doing my individual goals of graduating and getting that degree um stepping up to another position you know promotions in my career my day job that's my personal goals goals for my family getting a home owning a home financial stability and then goals for the community (laughs) having everyone grow so it's really hard. And I say that because they all mean so much to me. So being a young mom, you know, and I always say you're, you're really never ready to be a mom, no matter how old you are. But what makes it tough is trying to balance everything and level up in all aspects at once. Mm -hmm. So I would say that's my biggest challenge. And I connected to my business because one time is everything. I, I want to be able to balance my time and show my daughter that she's still a priority. Mm-hmm. Um, that's hard when you're building a business. Your business needs you <laughs> 100%. I'm just fortunate that it 
aligns with my mission and my life and my daughter because she gets to watch and be a part of it if I can bring her to workshops absolutely watch what I do I'm okay with that and so I do that as well to help incorporate that Um, and then I do connect it to business because of finances Mm -hmm. it's not easy you know when um, no one's helping me through school through you know through Um, my day-to-day bills that we have to do so those still exist on top of you trying to invest in a business also I want to make a note of this too because it's such a great lesson for those that have really service you know service hearts it's important to charge (laughs) it's important to charge for your work for your time and not feel any kind of way around it because we have so much aloha here in the islands But that's the way that we uplift our community too. And we circulate, like we're really meant to invest in one another. And it comes back to you in one way or another. You might not see it straight into your account, but like we said, it's the network. It's the uplifting that all circulates and it's done through the, you know, the vehicle of money and it's important. So I'm glad that you're not just like, I just love everybody. I just want to gather. This is my actual entity that I'm growing. Yes. And so they all connect. And so that's, that's why it's important. Yes. Like what we said is to prioritize that. And, you know, I do have a solid support team and they're always in my ear telling me because yes, the, the real Leslie is my biggest thing was not being able to say no. Mm -hmm. My biggest thing was not, putting my foot down, you know, knowing my worth as well, because I was always that older role model. I was always that person that people looked up to, but who was I looking up to? Mm. Who was giving me advice? And I'm starting to see it. I surround myself with um, people don't realize, but ladies that are like 10 years plus older than me, but there's just Mm. something about me that that's just who I'm drawn to. And that's who life has given me. And like you said, the networking, regardless of you know, maybe not monetary right now, but my boyfriend and I have been so blessed to meet the people we have and they've opened doors for us. And from that door, it's to another door and it's just amazing. And so have you yes. ever read the book, The Goal Giver? No, I haven't. I, wanna, I, I really want you to, and anybody that's listening to this, because I feel like this, that book would be so perfect. And it's a really easy, oh, I already like the title. Yeah, The Goal Giver, <laughs> I feel like is like, oh, this is also written about Leslie and just how it, it continues to pay forward. And you just never know. Funny you bring that uh, a book up. I'm a, I'm a, I like to play on words, as you guys can tell, as my name of my name of the events. But that book sounds awesome already. But my all, my dream, too, is to write a book. I actually already have a title for that. Amazing. Too. Tell us. Tell us. Oh, my gosh. Um, It's it's based on every time I think of this book it's because I'm facing a trial and tribulation Mm -hmm. and my title would be evolve with grace oh beautiful yes I've already typed it I need to start writing but that's something that that most people don't know about me too is I love to write I love to write amazing it's the way I also that also helped me through challenges in life being writing child not having anybody writing mm-hmm. till this day I find papers that um I wrote on with like pictures of family members or something that made me sad and it's pretty sad but like it really helped it helped me. you to process yeah yes. good yeah. that's awesome so that's something I stress for my daughter and I hope everyone's for them too is you know acknowledging feelings I don't think we learn that until we're older and it doesn't hurt to do at a young age yeah, 
I, I think journaling is one of the most powerful healing tools for sure. Yes. So I, my last question, what's your most memorable event that you've put on? Oh, most memorable that's a hard one. Oh, that's such a hard one. Oh, man. Okay, I must say, uh, even though, and this is why I say this, because Malama Yamama is not only about the glitz and glam. Mm-hmm. That stuff is extra and that stuff is fun. But for me, it was my October event, which is actually one of the few that I've put on by myself. I love collaborating with others, but there was a point where I said um, I wanted to give back for something that touched me. And it was because I saw the need in the community working in OB. I see that our under uninsured patients need services for mammograms Mm -hmm. and preventative care. So I said, how do I do this and connect it again to also something I love, which is my side business, Malama Yamama. And I said, I'm going to do an event. And actually my friend Cherry said, how about, because I said, oh, we can do like mamosas and make it, you know, small and fun and call it mamosas. She's like, what are you call it mamosas? And I'm like, yes, because we both Your love plan mamosas. words is so brilliant, yeah. <laughs> so fun. And so I feel like that was the most memorable and to me, because without, even without the glitz and glam, there was impact mm. to see all of these community businesses reach out to me. We had actually, it was a silent auction and we were raising funds for uninsured patients in the community to get preventative care. And so even though, again, like I said, it was small, it was actually a silent auction. So you wouldn't think it was like, Leslie, really? That's the most memorable. All of them are memorable to me. But again, this one is was really special like, to your heart. Yeah. Yes. And it was um, over, I think it was over $9,000 worth of services and products all from Maui businesses Beautiful. or Hawaii businesses, I should say. And to come from that, like that alone shows we have a strong community, you guys. Like, don't forget to utilize your these local businesses. And we have strong leaders like you who are willing <laughs> to put themselves out there. Yeah, and it was just so nice. One, the services, and then the people who came in to mm. bid on these services for the purpose. That was just amazing. Like seeing people, it was almost like, well, I had it at the pop-up shop shop Maui and Wailuku. So seeing people walk through those doors for this purpose was crazy to me. You know, I was like, wow, the impact. And that's, again, another turning point where I said, if this can happen now, I can do so much more. So that's why it's the most memorable. It was another turning point. And it was toward the end of the year. So great kickoff for this year. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for being you. This is so beautiful. <laughs> and I'm just so grateful that you're in this space. So, you know, any final words for maybe someone that's listening, that's just kind of in the middle of their journey, got started feeling a little like, can I really go big in my dreams? I want yeah. to hear any kind of advice that you might have for this sister of ours. Yes. Yeah, so my advice would just be to follow your heart and as as cliche as that sounds too I mean it because all of the noise around you the doubt the fear um, I heard a lot of it verbally and when I had my daughter at 19 everyone thought oh cut the cord there's nothing Leslie's gonna do anymore and now those people are the most silent as they watch Mm -hmm. me through my journey and you know like I always say do everything with heart 
and the rest will follow. Even if you feel lost, even if you feel discouraged, if you do things with heart, with intention, genuine intention, it will all fall into place and be patient. Yeah, be patient. That's something I need to work on. <laughs> Sometimes I'm too much. My other half actually taught me how to be. She's patient. just excited. That's all. She's not, <laughs> not patient. She's just excited. She knows all the greatness that's coming down. So what do we have to look forward to for the rest of 2022? You have some. Oh, that's a big things. question. Yeah. Yes. So we actually have an event um, coming up on April 3rd. That's going to be at Lona Ridge. So look out for that. Um, we are going to have Women's Inspiration again in July, ending of July. So look out for that as well. And then uh, everything I've done in the first year, it's become an annual thing. So we're also going to have a Maui Beauty Expo. Um, and we call it Rooting for Your Rise because it literally roots for the rise of other women. And I partner with Natalie Tagoding for that. And she's the one who said, hey, this is my coming out, but let's bring 10 other um beauty you know beauty businesses and let's have them grow and may I tell you those businesses some of them have booked out already like they don't take new clients I'm like wow you know I'm like I can't believe it and it's not because of me and it's not because of Natalie it's because of them and and it's done in a spirit of love because we could just be like I'm in the beauty industry and I can't you know you know exactly you know you know exactly and that's what I'm really trying to break is you can be in the same industry as someone there's enough clients there's enough people enough sunshine for everybody (laughs) when you partner you'll go further so it's not competition ladies and I'm trying to promote that and you know, that's something in all my events, I guess that's what you can look forward to is I'm trying to break that stigma. And it does put a a difficult place for me because it's, I'm supporting everyone and I'm practicing what I'm preaching. And it's not about, oh, um, I can't do this with this person because I already did this with this person in the industry. That's not what it's about. Right. So again, that's, that's what Malama Iwama is about. And there's going to be so many events this year collaborating with everybody in the community and just uplifting everybody. Well, I appreciate everything that you shared. There was so much gold that we pulled out of just listening to you, sharing your stories, sharing your dreams, sharing your trials and your triumphs. And I'm excited and feel honored to have had you here. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And everything that Leslie has coming down the pipeline will be in the show notes so you can see who you are. <laughs>